1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been sharing a powerful message with you that's called Being Imitators of Christ. God our Father has given an assignment to you with me to be imitators of Him. To help us be successful at imitating Him, He gave us the perfect example of someone who can show us how to successfully imitate Him. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is who God gave all of us to look to, to know what it looks like to be an imitator of Him. Jesus was the person God gave us as an example to help me and you imitate God like he wants us to do. When we conform ourselves to Jesus' example and live our lives like he did, we'll live the kind of life that God wants all of us to live. That's because Jesus lived the kind of life that God wants all of us to one day live, a life lived that successfully imitates our Father. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called, Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here he comes.
2: See, it's important for all of us to know, that's those of us who intend to be imitators of Christ, to know that we need to depart from evil and do good. Some of us done cleaned up our lips on. We got more work to do. But at the same time, there's another thing we need to learn to do, too. And that's depart from evil and do good. Depart from evil and do good. That's if we're going to imitators of Christ we got to do them both it isn't say depart from evil or do good well, which one do I want to do today no both is what God had to say it ain't like well it depends on which one well it depends on it, it depends you know no it don't depends it is he said depart from evil and do good praise God it's an and conjunction junction what's your function hooking up phrases clauses and making them all run right are you listening to me so nothing gets left behind praise God so it ain't enough to just depart from evil. God said, do good too. But notice, depart from evil comes before good. Depart from evil becomes before doing good. That's because both Vanessa said and God put them in the right order too. God didn't just like throw them out there, see how they land, praise God. No, he put the one out there first that he wanted to put out first, and then he put the one out there second that he wanted to put out second. What's the first one? Let's look. He said, depart from evil. And do good. So that means depart from evil is the first one we got to do. Doing good comes along. I said doing good comes along. But depart from evil is first. Why? So your good don't become evil spoken of. So your good don't even become evil spoken of. Because if you're doing evil, your good's being evil spoken of. And you're no longer a vessel of honor. But you're a vessel of dishonor, infamy. And you won't have the results that it is that God wants you to have. Y'all don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. What if, what if, it'll never happen. Look at your neighbor and say, this'll never happen. Yeah. But what if, what if I cussed you out to the high heavens oh my, oh my. and then said, turn me in your Bible, please. Wow. Right. And had a powerful message right afterwards. Wow. I mean, a powerful, life-changing, setting free type message. Right after I done cussed you out, talked about your mama, talked about your dog, Talk about that little raggedy cat you got. Talk about your little kid, your little hookhead kid. I talked about all that, and then I went and after that and said a powerful message. A Say it out loud and clear, my sister. I have heard a word you said. Wait a minute, I got a powerful message I'm bringing from God.
0: No, because you just messed me up in my
2: head. I can't think about it. I messed you up in your head by talking about you. Somebody else got it. I know this word, the, the powerful message I would share after that would mean a lot to somebody up in here. Wouldn't it mean something to you after I'd cussed you out? No, sir. No. no. But I heard from God. I prayed for the right message. No, it just made me sad. Say what? There's no value. What you talking about? I'm speaking a message from God. Huh? You're going to remember the cussing. That's why he said you got to depart from evil and do good. Because if you don't depart from evil, nothing good you going to ever do is going to be seen as good. Right. Amen. The devil knows this. And so what he want to do is shut down the only do-gooders in this world that's going to cause people's lives to be able to be changed for eternity. He want to shut you down by keeping you in evil. Knowing that the Bible said fresh water and salt water can't come out the same tap. Because the moment salt water comes out that tap, every water that comes after that, as fresh as it came from the from from from, from its source, it's going to turn salty once it goes through that salt water tap. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Just like if you, child of God, person who has an opportunity to be able to hear from God, do good in people's lives, if you don't learn to depart from evil, all your good is going to become evil spoken of from that point forward. And just like y'all wouldn't receive that pure word from me after I cussed you out, and got salty with you. You ain't going to receive what it is that people ain't going to receive what you do. Because of how you've been cussing folk out. And doing things you ain't got no business doing. I proved my point. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why God said. And if you hear any teaching that tells you it don't matter. That's a lie and they breath stank. Because that's not what God thinks. God say it matters. That's why I need us to depart from evil and do good how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? Because God was with him. But it was also because he departed evil because every opportunity for evil, he never took it. Every opportunity to do something wrong, he never took it. Folk talked about him, came against him, spoke against him, but he ain't saying nothing negative against them. Why? So that they can receive the positive that was going to come from him because he, re- he, he departed from evil so that he could do good. Well, we're supposed to do the same thing too. See, doing good follows departing evil. Doing good follows departing from evil. And that's one of Satan's purposes, is to be able to have the believer doing evil so that they can be disqualified from doing the good that God intends for them to do. So even if they do good later on down the line, it'll still be seen as evil because of the evil that came from them before the the good that started. Because he knows that the alternative to doing good is doing evil. And he knows that once you do evil, everything's going to be seen as evil. Evil from that point forward, no matter how good you are. Well, how in the world are he going to get us to do evil like that? I'm glad you asked. Turn to Isaiah chapter 5. I'm about to pull the cover off of him real nice right here. Praise God. Devil, I'm about to expose you. Praise God in front of all the children of God. Hallelujah. We're now here in Isaiah chapter 5. I thank God that I'm in a church that is not ignorant of Satan's devices. I thank God I'm in the midst of a church that knows what Satan's trickery, chicanery, plans, schemes, the things he's plotting against me and you. Because we know he's trying to get a thought on the inside of you. Because if he can get a thought on the inside of you, he will control you with that thought for the rest of the days of your life. So all he got to do is get a thought up on the inside of you. This is deep. Can I show you the master premise of a thought that he wants to get on the inside of you? This is the master premise of the thought. See, I can give you all kind of thoughts, but I'm going to just categorize it into a simple, simple thing that he wants you to do. Isaiah chapter five, let me read it to you. Starting with verse 20. It says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight, Another way of it, they won't submit to God or the men of God that God put, that God puts in their life or the women of God that God puts in their life. Because I know what to do. I, know, I can read the Bible for myself. I can study for myself. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. I mean, I'm here. I might as well read verse 22. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine in Julio Gallo, Boone's Farm. Come on. Am I leaving out? Which one do which one you drink? Which one am I leaving out? Mogan, David, woe unto them that drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drinks. You know, rum and Coke. You know, Seagram seven and seven. White Russian, black Russian. Come on, give me a minute to get y'all. Oh, I forgot. I'm in the Southwest. Margarita. (laughs) That's just tequila. What's your little, what your little, what's your little lime and your little worm at the bottom? Worm trying to get up out of there. Like, <laughs> Tell he just showing you your future. Because <laughs> you are what you drink. Anyway, let's not, let's not get into that. Obviously, I got stuck in that one. Let's go back to verse 20. That's the part I really want to talk about. Act like I ain't saying nothing about 22 now. <laughs> let's go back to 20. Praise God. Because I want to show, show you Satan's move, what it is he's trying to do to use, to be able to make sure that he can get a thought on the inside of him. What is the thought he's trying to get in me? Here's the category of thought that he's trying to get in you. Verse 20. Woe unto them they call good evil good. And good evil that put darkness for light, light for darkness, put bitter for sweet, sweet for bitter. Satan's goal is to get people, including the church. I might even say especially the church to call that which is evil, good, and that which is good, evil. Because if he can get the church to call evil, good and good, evil. He's going to get to church to jack themselves up. Because, see, I don't know whether you know it or not. You're way too powerful the devil to try to take down. That's why he has to be sneaky with you. That's why he has to be subtle with you because he's too powerful. He understands greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He knows that. He clearly understands that. He knows that you got angels backing you up. He know that you are covered up by the wings of God. He know that God has surrounded you about with protection. He already knows all of this. And so because of all this, he's scared of you. But what he got to do is to get you to jack you up. He got to get you to use your power against yourself. Because if he can get you to uh, to use your power against yourself, he going to get you to jam yourself up. What would y'all think of me every time you saw me? I'm doing this right here. What would you think about me?
0: What
2: do you mean I'm crazy? No, that's not the right answer. That's not what you should think about me. Ask me what I should think you should think about me. A normal Christian. Because if he can get you to call evil good, good evil, you're going to walk around and bust yourself up, jam yourself up, jack yourself up. Jack yourself up. And then be like, stop it, devil. You doing it. Yeah. Ask me why. Because you call evil good and good evil. That's all they got to get you to do. From that point forward, you don't self-check. Somebody, anybody here played basketball? Know what I'm talking about? Amen, amen. It's called self-check. Praise God. That's when you got a scrub on the squad that you ain't even worried about shooting. You ain't even worried about them scoring. You put them on self-check. Everybody else, you d up real tight and nice and get on them. Come on, like, be on them like you they underwear. Is anybody hear me up in here? You get that's how close you got to stay on them. Praise God to make sure you don't. If they got a real score, you double team, triple team a real score. But if you got a scrub, it's called self-check. You just back up and let them shoot. You want them to shoot because that's going to start your fast break. Praise God, you want them to shoot. And say a lot of Christians as quiet as kept Satan wants you to shoot. because you't self-check. Why? Because you still call evil good, and you call good evil. See if you don't call good, good and evil evil, then you're coming against God. and you're saying the opposite of everything that God says. And life and death exist in the power of your tongue. And you that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And you can tell what the person loves because of what they keep doing. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, for instance, anybody in here tell me a food that they love? Anybody, a food that they love? Chicken, chicken, she that chicken. Who said chicken? Chicken, when was the last time you had chicken? Yes, sir. I know that's right, but she <laughs> had some chicken last <laughs> You can tell us she loved it. Somebody else tell me a the food they like, a the food they like. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Yes, sir. Steak. steak, when was the last time you had some steak? Last night, where is that? Something about that last night, man, love. Are oh, you listening to me up in here? <laughs> Somebody tell me a food they can't stand. Anybody? Whatever. Your mama ain't here. You can go ahead and tell me. Praise God. <laughs> Who? Liver. When's the last time you had liver? I don't remember. You don't even remember. What about you? <laughs> yeah. Meatloaf. When's the last time you had some meatloaf? Ugh, <laughs> uh, five years. And you still taste it. <laughs> Notice the things that folk don't like and the things they don't love is the thing they stay as far away from as possible. But the things they love, they have it recently and they keep doing it. not that interesting? That's why I know saints like jacking themselves up. I love it because they keep tearing themselves up. Looking like they're crazy. One when's this going to stop? When's this going to stop? Lord, I've been praying, asking you to take this away from me, asking you to set me free. Lord, when, when? He said, when you quit jacking yourself up. By calling good evil and evil good. See, when you call evil good and good evil, you open a door for something to happen in the middle of your life. You open the door for woe to enter into your life. That word woe right there is a prolonged form of oh. It's a prolonged form of o. This ain't just oh. Oh. No, that's 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 not this. This is oh. <laughs> Next day, oh! <laughs> next day. Oh! <laughs> it's a prolonged form of O. It, it, it includes grievous distress, affect, affliction, and or trouble. It includes grievous distress, affliction, and or dis- trouble. That word distress right there is talking about great pain, anxiety, or sorrow. It means acute physical or mental suffering. So, this can be physical or mental. It is great anxiety or sorrow. It's acute physical or mental suffering, but that's bad enough. That's jacked up as it is. But the definition I gave was not grievous, it was not distress. It was grievous distress. The word grievous means flagrant, outrageous, and atrocious. The word grievous means flagrant, outrageous, and atrocious. Therefore, grievous distress is flagrantly outrageous and atrociously great pain, sorrow, and and, and, and agony. It is grievously, flagrantly, it's flagrant, like, you know, when I think of flagrant, once again, I was a ball player, praise God. And so when I think of fragrant, I think of fouls. I used to referee too, praise God. And when I used to referee, praise God, I understood that there's different classifications of fouls that I could call on a person, praise God. For instance, if this brother right here was shooting his shot, praise God, get up and get ready to shoot a shot, praise God. He shoot a shot, that's a foul. Because when I was going to block his shot, I hit his wrist, I might hit his... His elbow, something like that. I might touch him like that, you know. All that's a foul, especially if he jumped in the air. If he don't jump, but if he jumped in the air and I did something while he's stuck in the air, and I had the potential to be able to move him so he land differently, that's automatically a foul. That's a foul. But there's a, you know, I love you, right? Yes. Amen. Yes. But there's also a flagrant foul. A flagrant foul is a foul that's way past normal, way past what should ever be done way past to the point if he go to shoot the shot now and then I pushed him especially if he went in the air that's like twig that'd be like a a flagrant foul to get off the game They'll throw your tail out the game. And you'll be like, what, what? Because you did a flagrant foul. You, that's a foul past anything that ought to be done. That's a foul that don't even make no sense. That's a foul that can get him injured, get him jacked up, get him messed up. And because of that, we got to get your dangerous butt up out the game. Because you crazy. You ain't got no respect for nobody else. Oh, wait a minute. That sounds like Satan who come now before the steal, kill, and destroy. He ain't got no respect for you. He's trying to put a flagrant foul on you. He's hes headhunting. See, it'd be different if when he was going to the hole, praise God, and got to shooting his shot. And I went to block and I accidentally like touched him like that. That's, that's not flagrant because that's just contact. Praise God. But if he, I ain't gonna do it. But if, if he went in the air and went to shoot his shot, do it. And I said bam! Bust him right in the middle of his face? That's called head hunting, And you out the game. You might be put out the game for the next four or five games. It might be a while before you play. Because we gotta make sure you ain't crazy before we put you back in. Are you listening to me over here? Because you ain't got no respect for nobody. Devil ain't got no respect for you, and he's head hunting. He's looking for you. He's waiting on you to open up the door for him to be able to jack you up. And the way he can get you to open up the door is by calling evil good, good evil. Y'all get my hand for helping me. Praise God. So that's what the devil want to do. He wants you to call evil good and good evil, so you can open the door for grievous pain, grievous anxiety, grievous sorrow, acute. Physical and mental suffering. That word acute right there means sharp and severe. See, this difference between having a pain. Like, ow. And having a pain. Oh, what was that? It's like when somebody stab you and turn it. Praise God. It, it, it's in a sharp pain. Praise God. And it, it knows happen. That's why it also translates, ah. It's A-H in case you're making notes. Doing notes. Oh. That's H-O with an exclamation point behind it if you're taking notes. And oh, whoa, that's that's another one or any other conjugation of that kind of explicative (laughs) praise God and keep it holy. Please (laughs) praise God. Now, in the literal Hebrew, it reads like this. When you read this passage in the literal Hebrew, it reads like this. It says, woe unto them who say concerning evil, it is good and say concerning good, it is evil. It says, woe unto them who say concerning evil, it is good and say concerning good, it is evil. See, woe will come into the lives of anyone who says concerning evil that is good and say concerning good that is evil. See, concerning means relating to, regarding, or about. Concerning means relating to, regarding, or about. So if a person relates to good as though it's evil or relates to evil as though it's good, it won't be long before woe comes into their life. Because they, 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 they relating to evil as though it's good. They cozying up to, laughing with <laughs> evil as though it's good. It's like food. You'll see that's evil. It's like going over to an a, a, a alligator and say, Come here, baby, give me a kiss, give me a kiss. Stupid, <laughs> that thing can snatch your whole head off. Are you listening to me up here? It's looking for something to eat, couldn't find nothing. And here you crawling your crazy tail up right next to it, talking about, mm, Give me a kiss, give me a kiss. <laughs> Cute alligator. No, that's evil. You don't consider that good, and you don't conduct yourself. You don't relate to it like it's good. Does anybody hear me up here? Yes, sir. That'd be like you driving down the street, praise God, in the evening, on your way home, without later than you're supposed to be. Hallelujah. And then you look over on the side of the road, and there's a Texas chainsaw mask looking dude. Hockey mask, chainsaw, mm, running and everything else. And then he pull up, you pull up to a light, and he like, you know, could you give me a ride, please? With music playing in the background, boom, 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 boom. And you're like, "How far are you going?" No, see, no, no, that ain't how you relate to evil. Are you listening? You're, you like, Skip! pull over!" Praise God, and, and and you get up out of there. Are you listening to me? You know, like being over some brothers in the house, say, "Hey." You know, like being over some young lady's house late at night. You supposed to ask? Got up out of there a long time ago. Then be like, I fell in the sin. No, you stayed there and purpose to sin. Amen. I ain't getting no amen. Where it goes? I <laughs> just move on then.
1: Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope you're really seeing the Father's desire for all of us who are His to be like Him. I hope even more that you've seen the importance of our living our lives like He wants us to do, that is, imitating Him. Because if we do, then we'll do everything we need to do to fulfill God's desire for me and you, to live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210 785 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I like all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio, and surrounding areas to a fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B that's our glorified to be uniquely His singles fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half and pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints. It's done on the fourth Friday of every month where all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food, fun, fellowship, and get a powerful word from God that'll help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, A. Hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word that we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, you know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay
0: blessed. See you tomorrow.